So the, the first Hoi communicants, if you can raise your hands. Raise your hands. Very good. So you're all dressed up. Okay, you can put your hands down now. You're all dressed up. Why, why are you dressed up this morning? Just feel like getting dressed up this morning? Well, what's the occasion? That's right, receiving God, yes. Right, it's called First Holy Communion. Now, you're receiving what exactly? What are you receiving for the first time? Yes. That's right. And uh, now the bread and wine, the bread and wine is in the back and it's going to come forward soon. So the bread and wine will turn into what? The bread and wine will turn into what? Yes. That's right. Very good. The body and blood of Jesus Christ. So we believe as Catholics that what we receive is the body and blood of Jesus Christ, not just a symbol of his body and blood, but actually his true body and blood, soul and divinity still tastes like bread, tastes like wine, looks like bread, looks like wine. God can do what he wants, right? But he will transform this into his body and blood, soul and divinity. So in the back, you can't see it from where, from where you're sitting. Um, there is a, uh, a, what we call a ciborium filled with little hosts. Now those little hosts are, they're bread, and they come from wheat. Now there's also a uh, uh, wine back there, and that wine, what does wine come from? Wine comes from grapes, right? Grapes from a vine. Grapes from a vine. Where did you hear that today? Like grapes is fruit, right? And grapes come vine. Where'd you hear that? That's right, in the gospel. Very good. So right up there, this is the scripture verse from the gospel. I am the vine. So Jesus is saying this. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without, you, without me, you can do nothing. So Jesus is a vine. We are the branches. Now, what does that mean to bear much fruit? Like if we bear a lot of fruit, are we, gonna, are we supposed to look like, like fruit? You know, because maybe if that happens, we look like this. Okay, probably, probably. Now, who's that? Do you know who that is? Yeah. That's right, VeggieTales, right? That's Bob the tomato and Larry the cucumber. All right, famous guys. Now, actually... Even though it's veggie tails, they're actually fruit. Because that's a cucumber tomato. And they're, uh, cucumbers and tomatoes are actually fruits because they have seeds in them. They come from flour. I know this stuff. I know this stuff because I just looked it up yesterday. All right. But actually, no. You're not supposed to look like them. But you are supposed to bear much fruit in your, in your lives by love, by patience. All right. So... But actual fruit, what does actual fruit need to grow, to grow? What do you think? What does fruit need to grow? Yes? Water, sunlight, that's right. What else? That's right. Well, he's, God's created all creation. Yes, what else? Ground. Yes, right. Soil, that's right. Nutrients, nutrients as well. Um, also the right atmosphere, the right temperature. And time, time. Fruit doesn't come out just in a day or just in a week. It comes over months 
and, uh, and every year the same season. So it takes time. So just like fruit needs all this, what do we need to grow spiritually? What do we need to grow spiritually? What should we do every day, especially before you go to bed at night? What should we do every day? Yes. Pray, that's right. Now we should pray before we go to bed at night, but what other times can we pray as well? What other times, yes? Yeah, that's right. Very good, yes. Yes, you want to pray then as well? You want to pray before meals? Before meals? You want to do that? You can pray at any time during the day. You can pray the Our Father. You can just talk to the Lord from your heart. What's the greatest form of prayer? We're actually doing it right now. We're doing it right now. The greatest form of prayer is the Mass, right? Yeah, it's the Mass. That's the greatest form of prayer that we can do. So prayer is like uh, the vine, keeping us connected with with, um, with Jesus. What else do we need? We need also to hear the Word of God. And we hear that at Mass. We also can hear it and read it during the week by uh, reading the Bible. So that's like the, uh, the atmosphere. We also need spiritual nutrients, the sacraments, right? Baptism, water, we're baptized. But what's the best spiritual nutrient that we can receive? The best out of everything else. This is special food that can actually help us to be better people. Yes. That's right, very good. The body and blood of Jesus Christ. Now this is the food that you can receive today. And this food can give you new life. If you believe, can help you to be a better person. Like um, after First Holy Communion this morning, maybe you're going to go out to breakfast or brunch or have a special meal or some point today have a, have a cake, have a dessert. Now, if you eat your favorite dessert today, is that going to make you a better person? No. That's right. Actually, if you have too much of dessert, it can make you worse. All right. So, but when you receive the Eucharist, that can make you a better person. That's why on the weekends, you know, there's different activities we can do. We can uh, be in nature. We can um, be at sports events. We can do, you know, if you're involved in dance, if you're involved in any type of activities. All these, or it can be, be with your family, of course. All these things are important, and we can do those things as long as we leave time for Jesus, right? And for us to grow spiritually, we need to spend time with Jesus. We can see glimpses of him in nature and in each other and in different events, but nothing replaces coming here to Mass because here at Mass, in a few moments, the bread and wine will come forward and that will be transformed into the body and blood of Jesus Christ. When I say the words that Jesus gave to us by the power of the Holy Spirit over the bread and wine, then there will no longer be bread and wine by the body and blood of Jesus Christ. But it, already Jesus is here. He's there in the, in the tabernacle. That's from hosts that are consecrated from masses before. And so we always keep Jesus here so we can come and pray with him. And so that's like being in the presence of the Son, right? Because that is the Son of God. Jesus is even more powerful than the Son that we see in the day. 
He is the Son of God, and so it's important for us to be close to Him. Because when we're in nature, that's good. We receive glimpses of God's creation, His beauty, but nothing replaces being close to Him, to receive Him, to adore Him in the blessed sacrament, to just hear Him in His Word. And so it's not just a one-time deal. So like, you know, today, First Holy Communion, then oh, once in a while, we need Him every week. We need Him to grow, to grow spiritually. Yeah. And then as, we, as our hearts get bigger and bigger, they get bigger and bigger spiritually, then they can become so big that they look like this. I know. They look like that, yes. I know, that was big, wasn't it? That is a big watermelon. That's big. Now, how did I get that big? It was through water, through time, through nutrients. Now, we hear in the gospel, Jesus talking about God the Father. God the Father prunes. God the Father is the vine grower. Now, that's not God the Father. That's Gus the farmer. But he's a good fellow. But you see how big that is. We want our hearts to be at least that big spiritually and even bigger so we can give fruit to others. Now, this is a little-known fact. There is, is someone in the area who um, turns into a, uh, a superhero, a special superhero, who makes sure that people um, eat their fruits but also bear much fruit. This, this person is actually... It's Father Andy, and occasionally Father Andy in Plano, he transforms into a watermelon man. So this is a real picture. Look at that, watermelon man. <laughs> so that's also what happens. That happens, that's Father Andy, and that's also Banana Man on his shoulder. I'm not sure who Banana Man is, but, but <coughs> actually that's what happens when you're a seminarian and when you spend too much time studying Latin in the summer and you need a break. Okay. He, he knows that I use that picture. But seriously, though, Watermelon Man, he's make-believe. Avengers, Avengers, nice superheroes, but they're make-believe. Batman, Superman, they're make-believe. Who is our real, our true superhero? Jesus, that's right. Jesus gave his life. He gave his life for you and for me. He died for you and for me so that we can have new life. He died for you and for me. He offered his body for us so that we can receive him in the Eucharist. Do you believe that Jesus loves you? Let me ask that again. Do you believe that Jesus loves you? Good. Do you believe that he wants you to receive him in the Eucharist? Do you believe that the Eucharist is his body and blood? Good. Now that you believe, you are ready to receive.